Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Greenhouse Podcast. You already know how I feel when I record <laughs> these things. I am so excited to be sitting down with someone who is just so sweet and special in my life, and I know she's very excited for this topic because I feel as if we talk about this quite a lot. Yeah, quite a lot. Quite a lot. <laughs> and I'm really excited just to have her and get her insight because she's so sweet and just a bumble, bumble, just a bundle <laughs> of, bumble. just a little bu- bumblebee. And it's funny that we're talking about relationships because that's a dating app. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm just going to go ahead and let her intro herself. Yeah, I'm Abby. Um, Abby or Abigail, it doesn't matter, it's up to you, but... I used to be Mia's resident, and now I officially upgraded to her friend. So now it's she's great. always been my friend, but out of <laughs> spite, sometimes I would call her my resident just to make her upset. <laughs> well, it definitely worked. There we go. And now we're here recording in her dorm room. So yes. here we are. But anyway, I invited Abigail or Abby. I don't. I call you Abigail so much. Yeah, <laughs> she's kind of stuck. But I invited Abby to come on the podcast and talk about relationships and what that's like in college whether it's romantic whether it's friendships and just how to navigate that and so really kind of just to kick off this state kick off this topic is how has coming to college in a relationship affected your I guess college experience because a lot of people worry about that yeah absolutely I had because my boyfriend and I we were high school sweethearts and then we came to college together and it was very an interesting time because I feel like everyone is asking that question of, oh, are y'all going to stay together? This is putting your relationship through the biggest test. And, I mean, as you know, Noah and I went through, a, like, it was hard at making that transition and that adjustment. But I feel like since our foundation of our relationship is based on God and also looking at each other and being like, I want to do life with you, but I'm not going to alter everything about my mm-hmm. life just for you if that makes sense because just growing up in a Christian household I always believe that I'm obviously running my race and I'm gonna find the man that's designed for me because he'll be running right beside me and so we had very much that kind of vision while going into college and it affected a lot of things with our relationship but it just challenged us and we came out with a lot more growth and just understanding and more I guess just more understanding each other and what Mm -hmm each other both we were going through in our lives yeah I remember like watching you go through that because it was hard yeah it was super hard it was hard and like I remember you coming to my room and just like talking about it do you feel as if it affected how you like made friends your freshman year um honestly I don't feel like at all I know that's definitely something that a lot of people go through but I mean I feel like I've always just had like enough room to make friends if you know what I mean it's like I feel like a lot of time it's really hard because when you're in a relationship that person's just your everything Mm -hmm. and it's like no they are my only friend especially being high school sweethearts y'all were in date in high school and coming to college like yeah I mean he was yeah he was so but even in that it was like no he's my mom always said this to me growing up and it like has stood by me just for my entire life that a relationship adds to your life it does not take away Mm -hmm. and I feel like even going into new experiences and new parts of your life I can still add things into my life like yes he's here and he's great and he's wonderful but I can still add friends Mm -hmm. and I feel like if I'm not growing and not making relationships and something's stale then I'm not growing at all and my pastor would always say growing up if something's not growing then it's dead Mm-hmm. And I never want to be in a stale, whether it's with friendships or relationships. I never just want to be stale and not growing. Mm-hmm. And so, personally, from my experience, I didn't have a hard time making yeah, friends. that's so good. I was talking to somebody the other day, and we were talking about 
relationships and the terms of friendships because a friendship is a relationship yeah absolutely a relationship is a friendship like Mm -hmm. it's all based off of becoming friends with somebody and getting to know them and taking that next step and we were talking about there are two different types of friendships one is a giving friendship and one is a taking a friendship neither are bad however it's knowing yourself and Mm -hmm. what your role is in the friendship because there are friendships where you give and give so much of yourself to this person and they're not doing anything back Mm -hmm. and then there's friendships that take so much out of you yeah um which sounds like they're very similar things but they're not because you're giving so much of yourself or somebody is taking so much of you so they can feel loved and cherished and so we talked about how knowing you only have 24 hours in a day and mm-hmm. eight of those hours are used to sleep and one of hours may be used for eating or eating food or whatever so in the grand scheme of things you really only have like about 10 hours to really invest time with people right and it, we talked about how it all went back to starting your day off with Jesus and mm-hmm. knowing that you need to spend time with the Lord first so whenever you meet somebody new wherever or whenever you are intentional with somebody you are focused on them not what they're how you're going to respond to them not how the world is working around them not the people walking in you truly see where they are yeah and it's how the lord sees you and how friendships should be instead of just oh like surface level which is Mm -hmm. fine i mean there are surface level friendships yeah absolutely where you just like walk by you see each other Mm -hmm. whatever but then there are friendships that are proximity friendships that are not like best best friends but friendships that like you know you could call them and they would sit down Mm -hmm. with you just your core group of friends but do you think a friendship can be both like maybe in different seasons of the relationship a hundred percent I think relationships and just friendships in general change over time Mm -hmm. um I think about my best friend um from back home all throughout high school we were best friends throughout high school like core Mm -hmm. like always hanging out all this 24 7 and now that we both are to different colleges, we don't talk 24-7. Mm-hmm. But I know without a shadow of a doubt, I call her, she'll pick up. Mm-hmm. I'll text her, she'll be willing to answer. She might not be willing to answer, like, right away, but I know she's in my corner. Yeah, just because you set that foundation yeah. of such a closeness, you know they're always there no matter what. I don't what. think friendships, you really don't need a lot of best friends. No. You really don't. And that's such an important lesson to learn because I feel like growing up you want to be the girl with, like, all the friends and the biggest friend group. But just the older you get, it's if you can have your core people, I mean, I feel like I that's... Honest, this is so bad. I honestly think those friendships, like, those really big friend groups are fake. <laughs> like, I, somebody does not like somebody. They're, like, there is... Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, like, see big friend groups and I'm, like makes me nervous it makes me a little bit nervous yeah there's just so many people right like how do you balance that somebody because we're people we get jealous yes so somebody gets somebody's feelings gets hurt and i'm just that just seems like too much to handle i rather have three people and figure it out than like 12 people Mm -hmm. and like have sides or this person said this or this person right. said that i'm like no it's just too much <laughs> or just different interpretations of what actually happened yeah. it's like you remember playing the game telephone like as a kid yeah. like i feel like that's what happens in big friend groups it's like you're hearing five different stories of what yeah. actually happened <laughs> and then you have to go do damage control yeah. and be like actually no this is what's said but like right. this like jacob said this and <laughs> Susie said that and it's just like it's just too but then much. Susie started flirting with Jacob, and then it's a it's whole different issue. Guys, never, never date the friend group. No, never, never. Uh, yeah, that's 
It amazes me how friend groups can date multiple people within the friend group. I mean, hey, kudos to them. I think that's incredible. I don't think I could ever do that. I think I need to just work maybe on myself a little bit more before I can get there. I see people that I knew in high school, like, pretty well, like, they would date all these group of girls, are best friends, and yet right. three of them dated the same guy. Oh. Like, how do you, oh. like, how do you do that? I, I don't understand how you do that because... Surely when one of them was dating the same guy, they talked about it. No, of course. And then so they broke up, so you know the reason why they broke up. Exactly. It doesn't matter who did it. And exactly. Then I just, I don't understand. I don't. And I say that, and yet I was in a situation where our entire friend group dated one another. Right. And the friend group's no more. Yeah. <laughs> well, there it is. Guys, friend groups, <laughs> when you date everybody in the friend group, it just doesn't. I don't, I don't, but hey, I mean, I could be wrong, but I just don't see in any type of world where that somehow the friendship, friendship still stays. I mean, hey, I'm a lover of the TV show Friends, but that is not realistic. Friends is the, is like the 1%. (laughs) Friends is the 1%, even though I know it's fake. Friends is the 1% where you can date in the friend group and all the people in the friend group can be couples. Yeah. And it turns out fine. But. It's also a TV show. It's also a TV show. Right. I think if you have friends that are couples, you shouldn't create like a mini. I don't even know how. I, I like a know. mini couple group. Mini couple group. I don't. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about like, that. A little therapy. <laughs> <laughs> no, because then I feel like you're always getting into. Because then you have to ask yourself, how do you feel about asking and confiding in your friends mm-hmm. about relation about your relationship? Because yeah. your relationship should be private. Just should be private, but not secret. Right. But then I feel like it's also important to have certain people in your life that you can confide in. Oh, 100%. But, yeah, that's where it can just get so messy because my brother would always explain it to me. He was like, never go to your friends for relationship advice because you and your significant other, it could be a small little fight. Y'all will work it out. But, like, friends will not forget about the fight. And your friends will always take your side. So when they see that person, they see they're you. like... You're horrible. You are the worst thing I've ever seen. Girls but are mean. Yes. We're so mean. Absolutely. Whether, whether it's guys or especially with other girls, we are so quick <laughs> to judge. Absolutely. And, and there's so many different... I've had, especially last semester, I've had to like come to the Lord and like repent and be like, I did not know this girl. I did not know anything outside mm-hmm. other like several interactions she had right. with somebody that I knew and I jumped to conclusions mm-hmm. and I shouldn't have. Right. Because we're so quick to be like, oh, the horrible. I think it's also a protective nature. I run into that so much because like I have a lot of friends, you know, they have a relationship that didn't work out, but then I see them and I'm just like, ugh, I know what you did. And it's like every part of me, like, wants to protect the friend. And I, like, just want to, like, <laughs> I, we can't, I can't. <laughs> no. But it's it's just a protective nature. Mm-hmm. And so when you're mixing human nature and also being naturally protective, it's just, it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. Girls are so quick to protect one another, but mm-hmm. we are, we, we will. Way too quick to judge. We are way too quick to judge, and we will turn our back so quickly. So quickly. You give us a reason, like. You're done. You're done. <laughs> you're done. I remember, yeah, yeah, coming to you about this. <laughs> 
I just think it's great because we have so many just inside jokes with each other. I can yeah. look at you and you know exactly what like, I'm talking about. Like, y'all can't see, like, the faces we're making, <laughs> but Abby knows just so much. And you know so and much. And I know so much, so we will just, we're making eye contact right now, just knowing, <laughs> just knowing reading, exactly. reading these situations. Okay, so we talked about friendships, talked about relationships. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about friendships and, like, relationship breakups. Yeah. Like... How have you experienced a breakup before? Have you experienced a friendship breakup? Do you think breakups in a romantic setting are a lot harder or easier than friendship breakups? Yikes. They're both just horrible. They both require just time and patience and time with the Lord. Because I feel like when you you go through a relationship breakup, no matter what, because I would say, like, at least 90% of the time, the person that you're dating is your best friend. Like, that's just how it happens. And if it's not like that, then we definitely need a breakup. Mm-hmm. The person you're with should be your best friend. And so when, you know, circumstance happen and that's not the person God has for you and you do break up, you're essentially going through a relationship breakup and a friendship breakup because mm-hmm. you're losing your best friend and your best friend and that companionship. And so I feel like with breakups, I do think breakups with you know, a significant other is harder than friendship breakups. Mm. But what do you think about that? <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, it's so weird because I came out of my very first long-term relationship a mm. while ago. It's been like, it's been almost, almost like nine months. Nine months. Yeah. yeah. And so, but I had gone through friendship breakups before and I don't even I don't even think I necessarily believe that, like, whenever you are no longer friends with somebody, there was actually a clear cutoff. You just grow apart. Yeah. Because I I think of friendships that I have in high school that we hung out every single day, and all of a sudden we just stopped talking, Mm -hmm. and nobody reached out, and it was just, like, a mutual unsaid thing. Yeah. Like, but we were friends Mm -hmm. like this, like, solid, stuck at the hip, but then we just stopped talking, they just drifted apart and never talked again. And it was never a breakup. It was just a known thing that we're both going our separate ways. And I thought about it the other day, and I was like, dang. I think not about, like, my past relationship, but about a past friendship I had. I was like, dang, it's been, like, five years since I've talked to her. And yet, right. my favorite high school, we hung out 24-7. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that kind of sucks. And we just kind of drifted apart. And it's weird. Yeah. But I definitely think relationships and a romantic with a significant other it's definitely hard no matter like who ended things because no but I think it's exactly what you said because it's a clear breakup it's a clear you don't just like yes couples drift apart but you have a conversation saying you're ending things and I feel like that's where it gets harder than a friendship yeah for sure like with my past relationship it was a clear cutoff it was a clear like this is ending mm-hmm. and it was just a buildup of emotions and like there's the whole crying and tears and mama coming to hug me and, and the ice cream and the ice cream <laughs> and the working out and running yes. and, like you know like you, yeah you saw me through that mm-hmm. but I think it's just like you said really just processing it with the lord and like mind you in the beginning I did not do it right at all mm-hmm. um but knowing that the Lord had my heart through that entire season and seeing where I was, gosh, like almost 10 months ago to now, right? completely different person. Mm-hmm. I especially feel like with breakups, 
from to differentiate them from a friendship i feel like with a breakup no matter what you just feel this sense of failure whether you're the person that did the breaking up or you got yeah. broken up with i feel like i've talked with so many of my friends you just feel like either you were shooting for a goal and you didn't meet that goal and you just feel this sense of failure like come yeah. over you yeah. and i think that's what's so much harder but looking at it even from a friendship point of view i feel like it can be just as hard because I, I feel like sometimes my phone is out to get me because I'll, like, see old photos that'll pop up and I'm like, oh, my god. Not goodness. the Snapchat memories. Not the, <laughs> not the Snapchat memories. Or even, like, you know, if you have, like, a heart, like, a favorite photo and you, like, swipe Girl. to the left on your iPhone and it iPhone shows coming those, out to, like, just remind you. It's coming out to get you. And I'm like, I look at these friends and I'm like, this friendship was just my best friend. We'll be each other's maid of honor, like, the whole nine yards. And then I'm like, and then it's like I wake up one day and I'm like, where did we drift apart? I'm like, it's just... There's it's no so clear cut off. I think that's the thing with friendships, too. It's mm-hmm. like there's no clear cut off. And I was talking to um, somebody about just friendships in college, and this sounds so just selfish. It's kind of wrong to say, but it's true in a sense is that a lot of college friendships are sometimes just proximity friendships. A hundred percent. And that is not a bad thing. Mm-mm, it's no. just... it's. A fact because you're surrounded for this around the same people for four years, mm-hmm. for a total of four years for eight months consistently, and so you just have close proximity friendships and there's connections and right. some of those people you may not ever talk to again after you graduate and get that diploma and that's okay, mm-hmm. but you know them and you can be like you see them ten years from now and you'd be like oh I went to school with them right. or you see their name on a billboard or on a book and it's cool yeah but I think finding friends in college is so good but also making connections in college is good as well mm-hmm. and you just need to find your two or three people that you can latch on to because we're only 2019 and like 20 and 19 mm-hmm. and we got a whole years ahead of us to meet new people and to go into the work field and become yeah. families and have children and so it's like we have a lot more people to meet in our life than just the people here yeah, and I would even go as far as to say friendships in college are so vital because especially if you're far away from home and you're very close with your family, like I feel like we're, all of us as freshmen, we come to a university and we feel so alone and it's like I need to meet people and that's why friendships get so close so fast because we're kind of all each other has and so yeah. I, I appreciate friendships in college so much because Man, we gotta stick together because I think mm-hmm. sometimes some of these classes are just have to get you. <laughs> yeah, and you need to just bounce things off of these mm-hmm. amazing friends that you meet. Yeah, for sure. So, we kind of touched on it a little bit about breakups, mm-hmm. and you might be able to talk about this. Maybe I'll talk about it a little bit. But yeah. What should one expect after a breakup? Like just <laughs> the whole, <laughs> the whole nine yards. The whole nine yards. Man, it's funny because. I've been thinking, because obviously I knew you were going to ask this question, and so I've been thinking about it for a little bit and just bouncing it, and I'm like, I feel like when you go through a breakup, you truly find out who your true friends are. Mm. You know, like, and I feel like I even have one, I would say one of my closest friends right now, her and I are so close right now because she went through a breakup, and I was there for her, and our friendship just blossomed, like, from that, and I she's just one of my closest friends now and so during a breakup I would say you truly find out what type of people are in your lives and who's going to be there for you yeah I definitely definitely get that I remember when I went through my breakup I was at home like I was like I was (laughs) not around any of my friends and Mm -hmm. all my friends at the time 
Um, they were all doing amazing things. Like, all of them were on mission trips for the summer. And it was <laughs> right. amazing, and I loved it, and I was so happy. But I remember You're just, like, I need you. <laughs> I remember sitting in my room, like, two weeks after it had happened and just being like, I'm literally by myself. I mm-hmm. have my mom and dad, and that's great, and I'm glad I have them. But also, all the people that I really want right now to be with me right. are 10 hours away. <laughs> so would you say going through a breakup is easier or harder being at home or being away at college? Because I feel like both have pros and cons. Because while you're at college, yeah. going through a breakup, I feel like you have all these eyes on you. Yeah. You know? I honestly... I... Mm. Mm. <laughs> I think it was good that it happened at home because I think I would have been a mess mm-hmm. if it ended, like, during the school year. Yeah. Because of just the level of how much my relationship was on blast for everybody to see. Yeah. And I see that now being a really negative thing, and I take full responsibility for that, and mm-hmm. I understand that. And so I think if it, if I were to have ended things during the school year, it would have just been just so much. I don't think I truly would have been able to process all of it because I would have just done so much to avoid it. Yeah. So because when I was home, all I could do was spend time with the Lord, spend time with the Lord and process it and work out a ton (laughs) and work. I worked out a ton and I worked in retail Mm -hmm. like 80 hours a week and doing my internship. But can you imagine going through a breakup while at school though? I could not. Where it's like, how do I explain to my professor that I am just a mess right now? And then just be like, okay, well the exam is still next week. So Mm. There Props a, to those people. There, oh were, my there were a few times during um, the summer where it was just a bad day. And yeah. I just sent an email and I was like, hey, I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> to my <Yeah>. manager. <laughs> so I didn't have to work. God. God. <laughs> because I just remember it was because the day after it happened, the day after mm-hmm. I ended things, I it was my first day. So like It I, was your first <laughs> day? <laughs> It wasn't on my first day that I said, hey, I'm sick. It was just my oh first day. My but I was in all these meetings. And, like, I remember just, like, sitting there just, like, I just don't. Did like... you have to have, like, your camera on for the meeting? Yes. No. I, I looked like, like... Look like a wreck. <laughs> or it's like you just look like a raccoon because, like, the mascara is I look like down. a wreck. I re- my mom, it's so funny. My mom tells me now, she was like, I'm so happy for you. I'm so glad you're happier now. And it's amazing. Yes. It was a dark time. <laughs> It was a dark time. Those were the dark times. We are fully healed, delivered, and saved and redeemed. Right. And God is so good. But I just, I think, just looking back on it, you just kind of laugh. You figure out who your real friends are. You figure yes. out who you really are. Maybe how much of your, you lost yourself in a relationship. Or right. Or kind of like find old passions that you kind of forgot about. Oh, absolutely. And hence why the podcast exists. Like, honestly. Literally. Honestly. I don't think the podcast would have done so well or be at the level that it is right now if I didn't go through a breakup. Wow. That is so, that's so real and that's so true. Because I remember we were just, you know, talking about things going on and you were like, I'm going to do a podcast. And I was like, Mia, why don't we heal a little bit before we start broadcasting what's going on? But I feel like how you did it was so beautiful and so exactly what you were supposed to do because during that whole time, 
you developed you're like no this is what I want to do I want to pursue my passions and now and now look at it you're killing the game we're, we're yeah we're killing the game and it's so weird and just dang I think there's something really unique that comes out of heartbreak and just yeah. navigating friendships and relationships heartbreak really is able it allows you to reflect back on yourself and reflect back on like the other person as well and you know at the end of the day I truly do wish him the best and yeah hope absolutely. he's doing well but you know that does involve me and that's how it is sometimes yeah how do you feel do you feel like going through a breakup is different whether you like you broke up with them or you were broken up with on I and if you had an idea you would probably bounce this question back to me <laughs> I I don't know because, of course, I've never been broken up with. See, I'm in the same boat. I've Well, no, technically, I guess technically, because um, my current relationship, we were going through a hard time, but I think it's different because we were still in contact with each yeah. other every single day. Yeah. And then we ended up getting back together and being a hundred times stronger. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think about it, and I'm like, man, if he would have just ended things and then us just, like, no contact and no getting back together, I think I would have... Yeah. Fizzled away. I think because I'm the one that ended things. Right. And, you know. And I ended my first relationship. Yeah. I, I think, I think ending it is already, is already hard enough because as the person who ends things, you have to like gear yourself up for that conversation. Yeah. Like you know at it's not gonna be a great conversation. Right. At the end of the day. And being the person that is getting told that it's such a jump scare. Right. Especially when they're not expecting it. Mm-hmm. So I personally think that ending the relationship is a lot harder, especially when you know you need to end it. I was going to say the same thing. Because also, I feel like you're always going to think back to, did I make the right decision? Mm -hmm. And time is the only way that that answer, that that question will get answered. Mm Because I I look back, I'm like, no, I 100% made the right decision. But even in the moment, the next day, I was like, did I make the right decision? Mm-hmm. Like, because I I feel horrible. Shouldn't I feel better? But yeah. that's not the reality. You don't feel better whether you broke up with the person or they broke up with you. No matter what, it's a, it's a sucky situation. And you just don't feel good either way about it. Yeah, you don't. And I remember just, yeah, going back and, like, looking. I was like, what is going on? And yeah. there's so many different things that, like, even though I ended the relationship, I... I, like, wanted to remain friends and all these things, and I just, looking mm-hmm. back on that now and just how I processed it, I didn't process in the best way, and I didn't do it right at, in the best way at first, and I remember coming back to school and handling it, did not do that well, but mm-hmm. really, the Lord wrecked me in a way that was like, hey, trust me, Yeah, it's me and you, I got you. Mm-hmm. And so if I could tell anybody who is going through a breakup or any sort of thing that's just hard just know that the Lord has you mm-hmm. and grip onto him. As crazy mm-hmm. as your intrusive thoughts may be, as much as you might want to hold on to something, sometimes the best thing you can do is just let go and have no idea what's going to happen next. Absolutely. And I think something that you handled so well was still having respect for your relationship and not completely going and talking trash about the other person. And I think you handled that so beautifully. It was hard. Oh, it's 100% hard. It was really because hard. Because our human nature wants to shine a light and be like, they did this wrong, they did this wrong, they did this wrong. Everyone, like, help me now. Everyone yeah. feel bad for me. And so I feel like 
I mean, I was very young when I ended my first relationship, and I'll 100% admit it, I, like, said things, and I was like, shoot, I'm like, at the end of the day, he's still, he's still a great person, Mm -hmm. I just, him and I aren't gonna work out, and I feel like you just handled it with such respect, you were like, I'm gonna respect the time we had together, and I respect him as a person, and I also respect the fact that him and I are not supposed to be together. Yeah, and it took me a long time to get there, I remember talking to Mm -hmm. you about it, and just being like, like biting my tongue like yes. I, I would verbally say I can't do that I can't say this yeah. nope I can't nope not gonna do that mm-hmm. because you even though you might be the person that had ended things it's it's still hard because you at the same time you truly have respect and you spent so much of your life with this person right and that's really hard and I remember my mom it's not even so much I remember my mom told me this and she said when it's the right person you are given grace for every situation because yeah. every single relationship has core problems, mm-hmm. core Absolutely. things that are just constant things that core values, core things that just butt heads. Not mm-hmm. that that's a bad thing. Yeah. It's just your value systems are different. Mm-hmm. And my mom told me like for her and my dad, it was like family because my dad came from a really like um, stable family and my mom came from a really like dysfunctional family. And so mm-hmm. it was always family and business for my dad. And for my mom, it was always like family stability. Mm-hmm. And so those are two different values that go head to head against one another. But they've been together for 50 years. Right. And it's been a, it's been something that they've just had to work through. And yet my mom says when it's the right person, there's grace given. Absolutely. No matter how messy it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Yeah. So seeing, seeing grace and just knowing that, you know, the Lord has you and giving grace for yourself and giving grace for the other person, knowing that mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they were great to me, mm-hmm. but they just might not be great for me in the long run. Mm-hmm. And that just means separation. And yeah. And it's just having respect to look at them and be like, I want you to have the person that God has designed yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. And it's like being able to recognize that I'm not the person for you. I think it's just so much better in the long run, yeah. you know? It really is. So kind of to wrap everything up, when it comes to handling the relationships, making friendships, what is the best relationship advice you've ever received? And what is not the worst piece of relationship advice, but maybe a piece of advice that you should take with a grain of salt? Oh, I love that question. That's so good. Um, I think the best relationship advice I've ever been given was from my youth pastor growing up and he told me something just because I have a very strong like biblical belief and you know biblical foundation and so I was very young when I started dating I was 15 and don't date young guys (laughs) don't date young don't date young don't date your freshman year of college don't date freshman but I came into college with a relationship that's a whole nother that's a whole nother but if I could give anybody a piece of advice Get to know people your Get to year. know people, yeah. No, 100% get to know people. And so, um, but so I started dating when I was 15, and my pastor gave me this advice. He said, don't do something with a partner. Because at the end of the day, when you're dating young, you don't know if you're going to marry that person. Yeah. Even if you... You're just like, ah, it's a thing. Right. Even if you wait until, you know, you're in your 30s to start dating a person, you don't know if that's going to be the person you marry. So yeah. you need to respect your future spouse. And he told me, he said, don't do something with a partner that you might have to explain to your future spouse. Mm. Because when you get into a relationship with someone, y'all just, y'all have that conversation about past relationships. And it's like, you have to explain, like, that past relationship. And so, it's, it's not cheating because you weren't with that person, but it almost feels like cheating. Because I'm looking at you and I'm like, wait, like, 
why were you, why did you ever talk to another girl before you were with me? And he's like, I didn't even know you then. And I'm like, well, you should have known that I was coming. And so he's like, you should have known that, like, I'm the real deal. Exactly, exactly. I'm a 12 out of 10. I'm a 100 out of 10. (laughs) No, but, like, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, just take caution in it. And so it's like, don't do something that you would feel bad for explaining to your future spouse. And so I think that's the best relationship advice that I've ever been given. But what about you? What do you feel like is the best advice you've been given? When it's the right person, there's grace. Yeah. Just what your mom told you? Yeah. And my mom told me that when it's the right person, there's grace. Mm-hmm. And when it's the right person, it won't feel like a sacrifice. Yeah. Um, because when it feels like a sacrifice, it's... Well, not even so much a sacrifice. She, she, my mom explained this a lot better. She was just like, when it's the right person and you have two different things that you want to do, it won't feel like you're losing part of your passion and your dreams Mm -hmm. to match up to somebody else's. Right. It will feel like you're both going the same different, same direction, Mm -hmm. but you're not taking a part of one another. Right. You're still staying true to who you are. So that there's, that there's a grace with this situation. And I think just a piece of relationship advice that everybody should take with a grain of salt is just... Your first one isn't always going to be it. Oh, no. Everybody. I used to think that yeah. my parents date. My parents dated at 15, 16. That's beautiful. And they've been together for 50 years. And they did they not date someone else prior? No. That's, see, that's one, so beautiful. One and done. And I always looked at my parents and I was like, ah, I'm going to have that exact thing. Right. And of course. That's just not how it is. And that's okay. Yeah. And life goes on. It really is okay. I remember, so... Um, my boyfriend and I, we were taking a family trip to Florida and we were listening to the Relationship Goals podcast. And Such a good podcast. It's so good. It was so good. And so it, it was a series and he was explaining how, or actually um, the wife was explaining this, how she wrote up a list of everything she wanted in a guy. And I feel like all of us do that. Whether we're writing. I never had a list. I think I had a mental list. Right, like a mental list. I think yeah. I had a mental list because I know my father and mm-hmm. I'm just like, I right. want someone like my dad. Right. And she was explaining it. She was like, oh, I want, you know, she was like, I want him to play soccer. And I want Rip him. Rip up that list. Yeah, no, like, she came up with the whole list. I'm talking about, like, characteristics and everything. And she goes, and then she met Todd, her husband. And she was like, but that's not what I wanted. And I feel like you have to get to a place where you're surrendering what you want so you can get what God wants and intends you for you. Yeah. Sometimes what you want, what you is, want and need is, is not what so you need. different. It's yeah. so different. That's so good. So, kind of to wrap everything up, you know, it's called the Greenhouse Podcast, and I love all things flowers, all things plants, and you know the whole story behind that. (laughs) Yeah. And everybody on this podcast does, but I always ask the question of, what's in your greenhouse world? Right. So, what's what's something that's currently growing? Yeah. I feel like I'm in a phase right now of having a lot of mentors in my life to help me grow. Mm -hmm. Like, people that are, like, just in my life, and I feel like a part of college it's so important to have mentors in your life that are pouring into yeah. because it's that age-old thing we grew up here and it's like oh if you keep pouring into all everyone around you you're just gonna be so empty because you're not filling yourself up and so mm-hmm. I think I'm in a season in my life of just having mentors in my life and helping me that's so good yeah well thank you so much Abby for coming on the yeah, podcast I really appreciate me. you being on this it was so fun guys thank you so much for listening I truly appreciate all the support that y'all have given me just listening to this whether you have come up to me and just said kind words and just really being along with me along this journey and it's just been really sweet so I really hope that y'all got something out of this knowing that the Lord has your heart and truly that you can find friendships in college and realize that you know friendships come and go and relationships Mm -hmm. 
come and sometimes they end and that's completely okay but know that the lord has your heart and that you can trust him and he's got you your back no matter what because you are not big enough to change the plans that god has already set for you so thank you guys so much for listening and i will see y'all guys next time on the podcast bye